All right, we're recording. All right. Um, Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. For those who don't know who I am, my name is Nate Williams. I'm the host of the Nate Loves Jen podcast. Uh, Usually the person I introduce next is my beautiful wife, Jen, who's currently wiping my son's butt. Um, However, the person that I'm going to introduce, usually I I come up with some rhyming things for them. Um, So uh, the person that is to my immediate right, your left, is uh, the very pretty, uh, the um, r- similar to Schmitty. Uh, when it's the weekend, she gets Liddy. Um, and uh, when it comes to patience, she has plenty. That didn't really rhyme, but whatever. I'm talking about my my awesome co-host, Kimberly Doodle, ladies and gentlemen. She's the best. Let me get people to clap. Um, just give me a second because there it is. <laughs> Kimberly Doodle. Thank you, everyone. Those Thank were all you guys. Lies, by the way. Those were <laughs> none of those things are truths. All right, me and Kimberly have been friends for ten years. Yes. Uh, it's been it's been quite some time since we've been friends. How did we How did we meet? Well, I remember like the first time I not like that I saw you. It wasn't like across the you know room across the room, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I did go to crew. So we met in college, um, and I went to a crew night. It was like my sophomore year, so it was fall two thousand nine. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. there it is. And you gave your testimony. True. That was like the first time I like oh, wow. knew who you were. And then I didn't talk to you for several years Another because t- I was so disappointed. I see. Uh, I actually, I, I think I led you away from the Lord, I think is yeah. the, is what happened You just there. talked a lot about Delaware and I thought it was a, a tad too much. So. Okay. That's um, fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, I don't remember like the day that we became friends or anything. I think we just like slowly started hanging out like end of my junior year. So that would be like two thousand. Like spring 2011. Yeah. And then like we hung out hard fall senior year. Yep. So I remember I remember being in uh, the place where we would eat. It's called the commons. And I remember being in the commons. Mm-hmm. You left to go get more food. And I felt like, and this doesn't make any sense looking back on it. But I thought it's, we've been, we've known each other for too long for me to ask for her phone number. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to take her phone and put my name and number in her mm-hmm. phone. And that's what I did because I thought that's the less weird thing to do. Um, and then I came back as you were doing it, and so it was even weirder. Yeah. Uh, wasn't very stealthy. I think I was, like, debating, I should do this, I should not do this. And that ate up some of the time that I could have successfully done it. Mm-hmm. So that's on me. All right. The reason uh, Kimberly is here is because she is meeting my offspring. She has already said met. She has already mm-hmm. met said offspring, Max. Um, she walked in the door, no Polaroid film, which I'm very disappointed about because I wanted to uh, capture that forever, but Sad. that's neither here nor there. Uh, just remind me, Jen, when we go to Target next, Polaroid film. She said, okay. Um, uh, does it feel weird? And, and we're going to get to these, we're going to get to these questions. Mm-hmm. We've got some questions that it's called less small talk, more genuine conversations. Not that we need that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that these questions are fun when you, when you go through mm-hmm. them. Um, does it feel weird for you or, or what is the thought when you 
are holding a person that a person that you know uh, has made? It doesn't feel weird. I mean, it feels weird to think about, like, when I had seen you in fall 2009, to think, like, over 10 years later, True. I would be holding that person's offspring. That's a really weird thought. That is. I was just, like, in the audience, like, watching you speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think newborn babies are weird in general because it's, like this person didn't exist at one point in time and now it does and it is a mixture of two different people's dna it's a wild thing that's really odd but i was mostly scared about holding a baby because i i don't think i've ever like touched a baby before (laughs) 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 and people are like what's wrong with you i was like i'm sorry i just don't like i don't have any nieces or nephews or like cousins or anything like that or and you're like the first people that i'm friends with that like has a child there it is you haven't been baby adjacent yeah is what is what um that makes sense i think that it i never changed a diaper until i Mm -hmm. changed max's diaper so i also didn't have friends that had kids or the people that i knew that had kids i wasn't friends with enough to like here hold my baby that Mm -hmm. type of thing and i think i only also met like when my friends had babies when they were like a couple months old where they could like walk and be shy, like that type Mm -hmm. of thing, not two months out of the oven, you know, that type of thing. But he's super sweet. He is sweet. Oh, look at him. And I sang lullabies to him yesterday. That That was was the sweetest. Oh, Lord have mercy. Um, That was probably the highlight for me was to see you sing songs to my son. It worked too. He fell fast asleep. He was loving it. Yeah. You've got the, the voice of a, Camp counselor. <laughs> I don't know the right. A mediocre camp counselor. A, me- <laughs> a run-of-the-mill camp counselor. I do sometimes, and I know that you know that I feel this way, I wish that you did move up in the camp mm. world or whatever. Although being a lawyer, uh, well, hold on. Tell them about yeah. yourself. For folks who don't know, to our 40 listeners, uh, tell them <laughs> about, <laughs> to, uh, to our 39 listeners, because Kimberly's one of them. Uh, tell them about yourself. So your name is Kimberly, last name Doolittle. Yes, I'm a lawyer. Um, I live in Philadelphia, but I'm not like a typical lawyer, so I don't go to trial or like have clients, but I work for like a major tech news company. True. Um, so I work on their legal research platform. Um, I like it. I am glad that I didn't do the camp route just because I do actually like my job. True. And there's not that much up where I went to camp. So I went to camp in Vermont. So I feel like I'll be around like 10 people all the Mm. time. And I like, I like what I do and I like that I'm like in a populated area and things like that. So, yeah, I'm, I think that, I think that back and I'm thinking back to in college, I think Mm -hmm. that I thought how excited you'd be when you talk about camp and like how life changing Mm -hmm. it was to think that you could be that for other like young women to me was exciting. But I think that you've, you know, you're doing life changing things now. I know like not necessarily like objection overruled, whatever, Mm -hmm. but the work that you do impacts people's lives. So I'm glad you're doing what you enjoy doing. Um, Continue. So you're a lawyer, uh, Kimberly Doolittle lives in Philadelphia. Keep going. What else? Uh, Any pets? There we go. I have a cat. His name is Bastion. Yes. Or Sebastian. Um, He's very cute. 
very soft. Yeah. Like bunny rabbit soft. I can um, verify that. That is true. Very soft cat. Yeah. I've had him for like five years. Um, I run, so I'm running the New York City Marathon. Let's go. In the fall. Um, I like to listen to music as almost every single human <laughs> does. I actually have met somebody who just didn't like listening to music. Really? It was just like, I'm not about it. Yeah. You're like, so what are you listening like, to? How? They're like, nothing. I don't like yes, music. Really? Exactly. Wow. Alexa just said, here's Spotify. Alexa, <laughs> pause. <laughs> okay, Alexa. Okay. She's, she's like, well, you like music? Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Music. I got you. Um, yeah. So I go and see shows and then. Non-pandemic time. Okay. Yeah. Have I don't you, really. Have I feel like you, I'm on like a first date. Like, it's okay. Like, hey, <laughs> these the people are just getting to know you. So you haven't been to. Uh, um, also, I'm gonna. I'm just finding ways that I'm gonna use my sound effects. Okay. Uh, so I'll just know that I'm setting you up for sound effects to okay. happen. So you haven't been to any type of show of any kind since the pandemic. No. You don't have headphones on, so you can't hear it. But okay, you could. That's upsetting. That's that's really upsetting. And so, um, are you going to a show? I am okay. in August. What? Who? Who are they? Um, and why? Are, why should I care about their music? It's a band called Japanese Breakfast. They are from Philadelphia, True. or at least the lead singer cool. is. I think. Um, so they're playing a lot of shows actually in Philly in August. True. And yeah, they're like a cool indie band. If you like, you know, young, like female singers. Okay. I feel like that's a very popular hipster thing right now. Um, that's, that's her. Okay. So some uh, of her songs are inappropriate and I can't name the names of them, but okay. how do how, how would, how would one know that it's inappropriate? What is it? Something that she said. What kind of listeners do you have? On this we podcast? Uh, okay, so uh, we've got a mixture of believers. Um, yeah, we also children. have folks that aren't. We've got yeah. kids that listen. I mean, and some you older would folks. just you would know when you. It's if of you a look sexual at her song. Yeah, catalog. What it's, I'm talking about. It's of a sexual nature. <clears throat> yes. Okay. Well, uh, I just wanted to use the record scratch. I didn't know if that fit in. The but it's best. fun and upbeat and like. Relaxing. There we go. So if you're a Japanese breakfast and you're listening, which you're not, yo, shout out to you guys. Uh, I just wanted to use the air horn in that one. Okay. I think that we flexed on the uh, we flexed on the on the mm-hmm. sounds enough. All right. So this game, um, we played this game with you before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't need to get into the the mm-hmm. details of that. We're not. Um, so we're going to play this game again. There are multiple different rounds. The game is called Vertellis. Is that how you would say it? Vertel Vertellis. Vertellus. Yeah. Vertellus. Vertellus. Is the question mark supposed to be an I? I think so, but that was a weird choice for that. It is. It's a very, very weird design choice. Let me get your mic right, because right yeah. now you're, we can barely hear you. Oh, cool. Uh, Kimberly, tell me about uh, the day you got Sebastian. Um, it was a random February afternoon. I was sitting alone in my apartment in Salisbury, Maryland, and I realized I needed something there with me, another living creature. So I texted Claire, um, Claire Moss, if you're listening. And <clears throat> sorry, my throat is kind of scratchy today, but um, I texted her like, hey, I want a cat. Can we go look at cats right now? And she was like, yeah. <clears throat> so I went... We went to one pet store 
in Salisbury that was like super sketch and they only had one cat and I now looking back feel really bad for that cat and I wonder why it's like the only cat left yeah um I had no idea Claire was there yeah hey Claire shout out to you um I can't find a sound effect she was Claire is the best (laughs) she is that's for you Claire um and yeah she helped me like figure things out we went to pet smart i believe and but there was like a cat adoption agency there with like tons of cats true and i wanted a gray male cat and bastion was the close to that but also he was the cutest and like Hands wanted down. to like spend time with me like the second he got out of the cage so you so, knew immediately like, yeah so sweet. that is sweet so and then she helped me like get the litter like what food to get like the litter box and was like, that your first cat you'd had yeah well That's i guess cool. my family had had a cat when i was born but like i was such a small baby when it died that i don't remember it at all dang yeah true jen you got the scoot in some you're too far away from the I, mic it would be a major learning curve if we got a cat i've never had a cat yeah. so i wouldn't know like litter box catnip i know that's a thing but don't they go like yeah i mean it, it like helps um like if oh. you have toys and stuff that like the cats kind of get used to the same toys because they're like oh this isn't fun or novel anymore so like if you put catnip on like an older toy it will make them interested again and also like yeah just calms them down um and it's just like yeah it's fun and distracting or like it if you want a cat to scratch a certain area you can put catnip on it and we'll like attract the cat to that area and scratch that instead of like your furniture didn't know that yeah but getting a cat like cool i can't imagine like i wonder what's gonna happen in the future if i have children because i feel like cats and kids and maybe people listening will have an opinion but i just like i don't know how people do it because like how to have both yeah because cats get like litter on the floor and i wouldn't want my kids like crawling on like sure with the kitty litter yeah Yeah. or like going in and like eating the poop right (laughs) right like i wouldn't know and then i would be afraid that my cat would like sit on my baby like true right and like suffocate the kid that is terrifying how did you come (laughs) (laughs) well we'll we'll see what the future holds for uh maybe a little bit if you are considering it as he gets older. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I'm allergic to cats, so that's definitely not going to happen. It's yeah. got to be a hyperallergenic oh, yeah, dog. It's okay. Or a naked cat. There's, yeah. There's hairless cats. Yeah, hairless cats. Um, yeah. Okay. So, oh dear. Okay. Where? Right, there we go. All right. So, how did you come up with the name Sebastian? If and then we'll move to the questions. Um. Well, I really like the name. It's one of my favorite names, and I've considered like also naming my son Sebastian, but I True. Feel like that would have been like way too much. <laughs> <laughs> but it's from um, the Neverending Story. The main character's name is Bastian. True. So that's would, the flying thing. No, that's it's the kid who's like the main character. But that's the movie where there's like oh, a yeah, flying yeah. like yeah, it's Falcor. Falcor. Okay, kind of like an Appa situation for those who watched Avatar. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? Oh, oh yeah. Flying bison. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, yeah. So that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I thought oh. you were talking about Avatar the movie, and I was like, "There's no flying." No, no, much different movie. I think they're coming out with the second one soon. Yeah, actually. Oh really? People have been saying that for like the past ten years. But I think it's coming oh. out soon. But like for real, for real. This isn't yeah. like the second coming. Hopefully, like. they changed the font from Papyrus mm-hmm. in the. Anyway, no sometimes yeah. Joke. Okay, it's an SNL. <laughs> <Got>. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, 
It wasn't about that. It wasn't about Bastion. I forget. All right, I'm going to move to the questions because that right. way we can get to some weird stuff. So there you have it, folks. Uh, Kimberly's cat is amazing. Claire, I had no idea you were part of the Bastion picking process. Yeah. Um, yeah did you have cool. the name? Just last thing about Bastion the cat. Did you have the name picked out or after it you was, met him, you're like, this is. It was between two names. Um, so I actually went with Bastion as like my second choice. I should have probably said this. My first one was Tormund from Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. But it's a hard name to say. I feel yeah, like Tormund. I even, yeah, like I feel like I mispronounced it. It's like, that he's the, the brother wildling. of, no, it's the, oh, wild, the red haired wildling. Got you. Wilding guy. Got you. Um, but yeah, I feel like it would be too difficult for people to like pronounce and I would have to explain it like every single time. And that gets old immediately. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Bastion totally. was like. Easier. Much better. easier. Um, okay, so um, we're going to get right into these questions. I think round one actually is the best round. We've done round two and three before, mm-hmm. um, and it just didn't pan out the way that I wanted to. So once again, this isn't sponsored. Uh, we have no sponsors because we have uh, 40 listeners. 39, excuse me. Hey, with this, this episode, is the start. it's hey, going to be at gonna least blow. 45. We're going to shoot. <laughs> You know, if it's up, then it's up. All right. So round one, individual question. I'll I'll ask the question and I say that we do it uh, clockwise, starting with Kimberly, Jen, you can answer, then myself finally will answer. All right. Um, So all of these things, I believe round one, all of these things are like looking back retrospectively. Mm -hmm. So in the past year, who or what surprised you the most? And I'll put that there just in case... You forget the question. Keep it real. In the, <laughs> in the past year, Who what has surprised me the, the most, most? The most, yes. Who or what? They're likely not going to listen to this. Chances but are, if it, in, in, in the event, is that's the route that you I go. Be super personal. <laughs> I mean, I you can. You can be whatever you want. To let be us know. You know, you might have. One of your forty listeners going through a hard times. That's so. right. So yeah, tell tell That's tell right. them or will experience a hard time. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I was in a relationship in the first half of this year. Um, he presented himself in one way. Accurate. At the beginning of our relationship, Nate and Jen met him. Yep. Um, and then he became an entirely different person. So. I am no longer in that relationship, but I did not expect it to end up in that way. Yeah. It was very surprising. Now, this the the, the reason, if and I know the backstory, but this is for the people who don't know, uh, Kimberly personally, like we do, um, it's not just that he presented himself differently. He lied about mm-hmm. things specifically that you asked him about his person and character. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was deceptive. In the yeah. beginning, in the inception of the relationship. And if you have any young teenage listener women. Right, we do. Well, I guess either. But, yeah. So, ask a lot of questions at the beginning of dating someone. Wisdom. Especially if you have, like, a set vision of who you want to be with. And that's what I tried. That's what I try to do, like, very intentionally. Of, like, do you want these things? Right. Like, what is your background? Like, how do you feel about these certain issues? And... I did ask him those things and he gave me certain answers and then he ended up not being the things that he had said. <laughs> which is which is very frustrating. Yeah. Um but I do think that um so the the relationship ended recently. Mm-hmm. Um 
a month ago. Is that accurate? Has it been a month? Like two months ago, but we two months ago stopped um, communication like in the past few days. Um, which is great. I think you made the right decision. Mm-hmm. He was not treating you well. You're a fantastic person. And you deserve you. better. So to that person out there, screw you. And I'm looking for a sign. Wait, this one. <laughs> to the person out there who did that thing, which was hurt Kimberly, screw you. That wasn't the best sound effect for that, but it was not. Um, I don't think um, now he he's not a he's not one of our one of our uh, under fifty. Hey, by the way, um, almost fifty of you guys uh, to the to the nifty fifty. That's what I'll call the original listeners to the nifty fifty. We love you guys. Um, uh, now is a great time to uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, we're now going to ask Jen what or who in the past year surprised you the most. Okay. This is going to probably sound really cheesy, but I feel like you, Nate, have surprised me the most because... Sorry about like, that. Just, I feel like everything is about pregnancy and Max. And I'm listening. Like, that's just where we're at in life Here right now. It. But like I knew that you would be very helpful in this season, but you haven't complained once about having to help, you know? Um, I mean, like you just do the dishes and rub my feet and change max's diaper and like i just Thank ask you. you and you're never like oh my gosh or like dread yeah. it so like not that i am surprised that that's your response to all of these like new tasks and stuff but it's like oh that's like a good you know what i mean I like you could just that. as easily be like okay well i think I'm impatient and you aren't so i think cool Thank you. I think that the reason, well, I mean, let's give it up for um, myself uh, real quick. Uh, shout out to give me, to me. Uh, your boy Nate out here <laughs> being the best dad, killing it. Um, I'm kidding. But I, I do think that because I see how hard you work to like feed Max and keep him happy and all of those things, it all of those things that you listed, it's the least that I can do because for 10 months you, you know, we're not feeling well and reading everything that you could possibly read and all those things. So the least I can do is vacuum and, and those type of things. So you're doing a fantastic job mom wise. So, um, I appreciate that. Thank you. What surprised me who or what surprised me the most? I'm not going to say you, although that is what I would, I would say Mm -hmm. initially. Um, let's see, actually, I'm going to say a thing, and chances are this individual doesn't listen. So actually, I'll, I'll be super vague. So there's a gentleman that I know. Um, uh, I've known him for a, a long time. Um, I found out that he is doing hardcore drugs, and uh, I'm very disappointed in him. And he has uh, two kids and uh, a woman in his life. And I was very surprised to hear that. And I knew that he like would drink here and there. I mean, more than here and there. It's here, there, 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 there. So drink and he'd smoke weed or whatever. But to hear that he was doing these harder things um, was like really heartbreaking for me because I think in knowing that I know the trajectory that his life will go unless Mm -hmm. there's like a a very serious intervention of sorts. Um, I can kind of see where his, his life will go. So, um, that was, are you good? Yep. Okay. 
Okay. That was very uh, difficult to learn that. And I, I've learned that in the past, uh, the past month or so. So I think that was, that was rough. But if I'm going on a positive mm-hmm. note, Jen surprised mm-hmm. me the most. Uh, I saw my son come out of her body and she did it with grace and uh, she wasn't smiling at the, at the, at the time of the pushing and whatnot, but, um, just doing her, doing it with such, uh, she's just great. So it's uh, to see her like full mom, you see her in mom mm-hmm. action, you know, um, before she was just, you know, Jen, my wife, but now she's like full on momming it up. So Jen, you've surprised me the most in a great way. You're fantastic. I love you dearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These sound yeah, effects you guys are, are great parents. Thank you. That means I'm a very lot. Proud of you both. Thank you. Don't make me cry because I will uh, <laughs> very easily. Okay. Uh, it's fine. Uh, Jen was urinated on, but that happens. Um, happens babies all the time. Will be babies. babies will be babies. Also, this morning Max had a full-on blowout. Um, and for those who don't know what a blowout is, it's when uh, your child poops so much. <laughs> That the fecal matter goes up their back. <laughs> so this yeah, morning, uh, I'm asleep, you know, completely dreaming. Jen mm-hmm. says, Dad, and she calls me uh, Dad. I knew she wasn't speaking to her own father. She was <laughs> meeting me. Uh, she said, we got to blow out. It's your son. And I'm completely asleep. So I wake up, and I'm just like, what? And she's like, mm-hmm. it's up his back, and it's still happening. So uh, <laughs> good morning to me and uh, fecal matter on my son's shoulder blades. All right, so <laughs> question number two. In the past year, so once again, the past year, which three people have influenced you the most? Hmm. Interesting. What three people, and they don't have to be people that you necessarily know. They could be celebrities or like a podcast that you've listened to or friends or family members, just three people. That yeah. influenced you the most. Man. It's like so funny because my truth, I mean, I will be truthful, but my truthful answers are quite personal. So Okay. I will like advertise this podcast. So whoever advertises let's it to you, like, they're go. really going to know. Let's, hey, let's get it. Let's get it. Um, I would say first, I guess, my therapist because I mm-hmm. talked to her. <laughs> therapist lady, shout out to you. Um, no, I feel very grateful that I have a therapist that I've gone to for years now. Um, and it's, yeah, like, I mean, she's taught me a lot. I feel like I was able to handle what happened this year a lot better than maybe previous years of my life or like when I was in my younger twenties, I probably would have handled that differently. Um, but I'm grateful that she has been part of my life. Um, another one, I guess, would be this, I guess he's like a philosopher, but like he's a professor. Uh, anyway, his name is, I'm going to mispronounce it, Elaine DeBotton. He wrote the book, The Course of Love and On Love and the Architecture of Happiness. He also does a lot of like talks and he runs this like YouTube channel or school or whatever called the School of Life which he teaches like emotional education. Oh, wow. Um, and I watch the school of life videos a lot. And I also listen to his talks a lot. And I feel like 
he's like the first kind of like philosopher or like he's not a psychologist but he also brings a lot of psychology into his talks like the first person i really listened to that like i don't want to say gets me but like everything he says i'm like yeah like Mm. that is like that makes total sense and he says it in such like a calm and like kind of funny way true that Mm. um i don't know it's really impactful like i have taken on a lot of kind of his perspective of like love and relationships and life um and then yeah i also think it's important to have models of healthy relationships in your life so i i think you guys have impacted thank you i'm not just saying that because i'm in front of you (laughs) (laughs) um but because like i think what helped me realize that the relationship i was in was not healthy was like i know that you guys enjoy spending time with each other very much so um but just like seeing like how you guys treat each other versus like how i was being Being treated treated. but like put like clarity into my life and um yeah and just yeah i don't know yeah thank you that's good this is a hard one and kimberly has it worse because she has to be the first one to answer so she has to really think on her toes because we get the benefit of thinking about it yeah i just popped the question off and kimberly's like oh my god (laughs) i was like i need more time (laughs) yeah exactly you have to stall um, this might be a cheesy one as well as my first answer, but I think that Max has influenced me to bruh. be more patient. Okay. Was that an awe side effect? No, it was bruh. I just wanted to use that. Okay. Um, For our son. Yeah. Sorry. That was, that wasn't the best. Uh, let me try Aww. a better one. I don't know if you even have that one. Embarrassed maybe? Nope. That's not it. That's not what we want for our son. Uh... We'll go heavenly. Max. Max. There we go. Yeah, I feel like he's not, like, obviously influencing me because he doesn't speak to me, like, with his words. Right. But I feel like his his um, place in my life, like, it requires that I be more selfless hmm. and more patient as he, True, as he makes noise in the cries. background. <laughs> yep, and he's about to lose it. Um, so, yeah, I feel like his life has influenced my life in like good ways ways that i'm still like having to like learn but um it's been a he's like a good influence like he's changing me for the better so i think that's like influence change i don't know that's a good one do you want me to go pick him up um maybe yep all right so go go to your (laughs) number two i'll go pick him up yeah it's not gonna get better (laughs) you got a number two that has influenced you and also i'll put your i'll put the headphones on so you can hear your i know you don't like to hear your own voice um but but you also you also have to work the sound effects oh okay i hate hearing my own voice but here it goes okay i this is when when we talked about max i used this one oh max oh (laughs) right on cue um, this is a really bad time to put me on here because I can't really think of anything else. My whole world has like been consumed with Max this year and pretty okay. much nothing else. I totally understand that. Do you want me to hold him or do you want to do the holding? Uh, you I'll want- hold him. Ooh, that sounded like there was some juice to oh, that. Yeah. Oh, it's all over your shoulder. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, Lord have yeah. mercy. <laughs> okay, you get, you okay, grab, okay, him. okay. I'm holding him. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna break. Um, we're not gonna take a break, but I have been vomited on. Um, hey, buddy. 
Oh, I feel like more's coming out. Are you hearing that? Yeah, Jen, it's going down. It's. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. I yeah, think it's going. It's, it's going. Is it going down my shoulder? Down the side of your shoulder. Okay. That's probably why he was upset. Oh, oh Max. Oh. It's oh. a lot. Okay. He's still doing it. Oh wow. Okay. Hey, buddy, let's bring that little head back and not put your face in it. Okay. All right. I'll take him. Uh, I thought like, he said oh, help. 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 Help me. Help me. Okay. Me. Okay. Are we good? Oh, jeez. Maybe we should. Take all right, a we're break. gonna take a quick yeah. commercial break. Uh, Max is thrown up all over the place. We love him dearly, but cue that transition music. And we're back. Uh, we've since cleaned up the vomit that was on me. Uh, and Did you? No. <laughs> it just kind of dried, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll just go back and forth because Jen can't really uh, contribute right now, which is fine. She's making food for the for the family, uh, which is important and necessary. Um, all right. Let me answer this question myself. You already said you're three people. Jen was kind of mm-hmm. on one uh, person. So she, it's just going to be me and Kimberly, which is fine. Okay. Which three people have influenced you the most? Um, okay. Um, person number one. I mention this all the time, but there's a, uh, there's a comedian named Kev on stage. And he has a podcast uh, with his wife um, called The Love Hour. And I've been listening to that. Um, he also has a podcast called Here's the Thing. Uh, but I listen to the one with his wife when I have like long drives and the stuff that they talk about and the stuff that they've gone through marriage wise has been very helpful for me, similar to the dude that you uh, listen to. Um, his perspective is one of like a Christian dude, but not like super churchy. Mm-hmm. And it's been very helpful in like the way that I view my marriage and like the work that I know that I want to put in to keep my marriage great. So, um, I, like I, I mentioned this on a regular basis, but that has been one of the most influential things marriage wise, but also business wise. I, um, I do videography and stuff like that on, on the side. And, uh, some of the things that he talks about in his other podcasts are how he's like, he's had, he has been chasing his dreams for like a very long time, like years. And he's seeing those things come to fruition now, but um, he was doing it for years and just was consistent and like didn't give up. And so, um, you've known me for a long time and I've always been interested in music and video and, and that type of thing. And although I haven't like blown up or whatever and not necessarily saying that I, I need to, um, that was encouraging to me to keep on doing like mm-hmm. this creative type stuff that I've been doing. Cause it's fun for me and mm-hmm. to the nifty 50 folks that are, that have been listening, um, it's, it's cool to be able to have this platform to talk and still be creative. Even if the only people mm-hmm. listening are me, uh, you, Jen and Max, mm-hmm. it's, it's still fun for me. Um, so that's one person, uh, influenced me in multiple ways. Um, I would say, um, my mom has been very influential mm-hmm. uh, over the past year. Um, my my mom and dad are great, but my mom has a very similar temperament to me, and she has a very similar like outlook on life or the way that she like views things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, just asking her like questions about being a parent has been really like she's been 
um, like <laughs> just being real when Max first came out his skin was like very light and mm-hmm. so like in pictures that we take I was kind of self-conscious because it felt like I was just holding like a white baby even though like he's 100% my son he was just very light so I remember one of the first conversations I had with my mom after he was born I was like mom did I come out like really light and get darker and she's like yeah after a couple of months yeah you you were looking more like the way that you were going to look and so even in something as small as that uh, she was helpful in that way. Is the chicken getting to you? Is hitting you in the hitting you in the I'm like throat. This the, the smoke alarm's like, gonna so go like, off. Like, hey, if it goes off, we'll just go. We'll just well, I don't take know a commercial break. Oh, it'll yeah. That's why I'm like. Okay, no, I got you. That's why you got one one ear on the. I got you. Um, those two people uh, came on stage. My mom and um, who else? trying to think of someone else that like has been influential i would say my dad has been has been helpful he calls me um and gives me advice and and things like that so i'd say those three people have been the most influential next question i, I know can you've hear got, you by the way even though i'm doing this okay <laughs> i think something done hit me in my throat too uh over the past year retrospectively what are you most grateful for in the past year? In the past year. So all of these are in the oh, past okay. year. Yeah. What, what are you, are you most for? grateful for? Um, <laughs> sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, every time I take a breath in, it's like, maybe I should take a sip. Sorry, everyone. Go for it. Kimberly's going to take a quick sip. Um, the past year, what am I most grateful for? Um... I mean, I am, I guess, gosh, this is hard because I feel like there are like different areas that you could probably focus in, like in your work or in your personal life. True. Does the fan need to still be on, Jen, by any chance? Awesome. Thank you. Um, I mean, I am grateful for my job. In the sense that I could be a lawyer without having to have the stress of like other people's lives and money, and I can still use my legal knowledge and analysis skills in an area. Um, and the company I work for is like really flexible, and I don't have to work like long hours or on the weekends. Um, and I know a lot of my lawyer friends are like really, really stressed out all the time Dang. because they have like a huge caseload or whatever. And I don't have that experience. Um, so I'm grateful for that. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm the most grateful for that. I'm going to piggyback off. Well, I'm, I'm with a a quick thing and then I'm going to piggyback off of yours. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that Max is here. Um, this time last year, he was not even, what is it? June? Not even conceived. Uh, this time last year, which is wild. So uh, a year of time has gone by and we went from talking about it. We'd go on walks like we went this morning and we'd say, man, we want to start a family like after I turned 30. Um, and we, you know, I've been married for three years. So we were talking like, oh, like maybe it's time for us. And now he's here. So I'm grateful that that went well, that Jen made it out, you know, not harmed or hurt or because I know that that's not the case for everybody. What'd you say? He said maybe. She made it out to made it out, you know, made it out that thing alive. You feel me? 
Um, so I'm thankful for that. But piggybacking off of what you're saying, I am thankful for my job as well. Um, even though it can be stressful at times, um, I have the flexibility uh, to be really creative the ways that I want to. I mean, you saw mm-hmm. all of those things that we talked about. Kimberly's been here for, uh, has blessed us with her presence for two days now. Mm-hmm. And so she was able to see some of the last minute stuff that I do on Saturday to prepare for Sunday. And so I kind of walked through what the service was going to be, but I got to use, like I mm-hmm. created the order of that. Um, and that was an experience for like 150 to 200 people in that room, but also played a part in the two other campuses that we have at the church. So that's huge for me. And to be able to, to work from home, um, I mean, I go in on like a Monday, typically Tuesday, Wednesday, majority of Thursday, um, I work from home as well has been great. Now things might change, uh, soon, but, uh, the, I'm really thankful for that type of flexibility because it allows me to be present in Max's life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the first things you said, wh- I mean, like uh, very quickly I passed Max off uh, to Kimberly and she was holding him. Um, but she was like, I wish I had another arm because I've, I- I've got to pat him with one arm and, you know, put the pacifier in with the other one. Like it's, it is a considerable amount. And she said, I don't know how single parents do it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how single parents do it either. I don't know how people who work full-time jobs uh, do, even with both parents there. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thankful to have a job that allows me to to be in my kid's life and to have a relationship with my wife. And um, Yeah, I'm a, I'm a happy camper. No complaints there. Okay, this is blank. Next question. Uh, in the past year, what moment did you laugh the hardest? What moment made you laugh the hardest? Mm. And not just like a giggle. I'm talking like a full-on, you know, like. I mean, I I know it, but like no one's going to understand. Okay. Uh, Um, It wasn't like an event or anything like that where I was like, oh, yeah, I went to this like stand-up show and it was like hilarious. Like it was one of those things where like you watch something and it just like sets you off and you like can't stop laughing but it was like so specific and niche i see but i like still think about it because it was like so funny to me had a little giggle fit yeah okay i respect that i was okay i mean i was watching a tv show buffy the vampire slayer um shout out to buffy but i was watching like an older episode from the first season at night normally skip over those episodes because they can be really cheesy yeah and but like one of the episodes like the lines were so cheesy that i like didn't expect it like it ended up just being like so funny i see like one of the characters was so over the top in his delivery and the things that he was saying that i like just yeah caught you off guard yeah you got me into watching uh buffy the vampire slayer i think i know and i want to because i it's been like 10 years (laughs) It'll this get is like done. College. Yeah, no. I but I feel like I I feel like I watched all the first season for sure. And that's the hardest one to get through. Yeah. Um she defeated that one dude. Yeah, you remember um, that. Yeah. Wow. Um and uh she was kind of turning into like a like a meaner girl like yes. a meaner. How do you like it's been a long time. This know. is like literally college. I know. I know. I rem- I remember and uh being like not a great friend to her. <laughs> friends yeah. from what i remember 
Um, but yeah, I do want to finish. I do want to finish that. What moment made me laugh the hardest? I think um, probably more recently, and I wish Jen was uh, on the mic. Uh, so just come, just be in the vicinity near the mic. Uh, this is something that happened that was uh, funny that made me laugh pretty hard. Um, so we were, Jen's parents came and they were visiting and they were here for, uh, you already know what I'm going to say, right? I think so. Okay. So, uh, they had been here for two weeks or so. It was great. We went to the beach, all sorts of stuff. And it was time for them to go like back home. And so we're driving to the airport and, um, we were going to get something for lunch. So we are like, Hey, let's stop somewhere. We were passing Popeye's go get Popeye's chicken sandwich, this, all of that. Everybody got a meal and a drink, all of that. So we're now driving. We had gotten our Popeyes. We're going. And um, I don't know if we made like an abrupt stop or what, but Jen's mom dropped her drink that she had, um, but it was still closed and it fell and it rolled under my seat. Mm-hmm. So she was like, and she's got like a, like a thicker Southern accent. She's like, oh, I dropped my drink and my drink's under the seat and I need to get it. Like, can we stop and get it? Mm-hmm. And so, like, that in itself was, like, kind of funny because she was, like, panicking or whatever. And so she said... She said it's not spilling. Yeah, she said, she's like, it's not spilling, like, the lid's still on. Yeah, it didn't, like, fall and... It yeah. like the lid was on it pretty good. So she's like, it's wrong. I can't reach it. So she's trying to reach it. She's like, I, I can't reach it. So she's reaching over to try and get it. And she's like, oh, I think I might fart. <laughs> and she leans over to get it. And you just hear a... <laughs> and so... Oh, Lord, I, oh, oh no, I farted. And so Jen's dad's laughing uh, really hard. And so it was just a very funny scene uh, in the car. And so we were all um, laughing. But um, you can't say that you've heard a significant other's parent fart. Yeah. Um, so that was, the, that was the first for me. Uh, if you're listening, I, I apologize for putting you out there. Uh, but that was funny. That was, I, we all laughed pretty hard. All right, next. What was a memorable day? Hmm. The past year. And I say we do year-like amount of time versus the calendar year, <laughs> like from January to now. That would be helpful. Um, my probable day for the past year. Oh, well, I guess we're doing, yeah, a whole year's worth of time. This one day, like swells me with joy every time I think about it. True. But so I'm from Philadelphia. Um, so when Biden got elected, it was insane. Like there was like party in the streets. Like the energy was so incredibly positive and it was super, super warm that day too. So like everyone was outside. It was like abnormally warm for November. True. And it also felt really powerful to be in that city in particular where like the constitution was created, the Declaration of independence was signed. And like, I live in the historical district. So like I literally walked to independence hall. Oh, cool. So it was like powerful to be kind of like the birthplace of America. Yeah. And then like see America work. That's cool. Like it was, it was like that. It was really, it was truly like one of the best days I've had in like a very long time. Dang. So that's good. Um, I was with Moss and Claire. So shout out to you guys uh, when that was announced and we were in Rehoboth, which is, I guess, a more liberal type. I mean, it is. I mean, very, very much so. 
And uh, people were like uh, tooting their horns and had flags and people were. So I remember that day as mm-hmm. well. People were super, super excited. Um, and I think that it was it, it, it was past the election day itself. Mm-hmm. It was like they were doing the counting type mm-hmm. stuff. And um, yeah, I remember I remember that. I'm trying to think within the past calendar year. So it's been it's been past a year since like COVID first like popped on the scene, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about a, a memorable day. I was going to say like the day when everything shut down, but that's like that was in March. What about the birth of your child? The birth of my child was a very thank you. That more so than COVID. Yes, the birth <laughs> of my child was a very memorable day. Um, I think I had thank you, Kimberly. Uh, Jen would have. <laughs> Uh, she would have, (laughs) she would have slapped me. Um, yeah, that was a very memorable day. And I remember, I remembered thinking this is nothing like the movies Mm -hmm. and in, in movies, they make it seem like somebody get the gauze, grab the Mm -hmm. knife and the, this, and we were watching Netflix shows as Jen's kind of like rocking back and forth. It was it wasn't like what I thought it was going to be at all. Mm-hmm. And she pushed for maybe fifteen minutes or so, and Max came out. Now the after after part was a little bit more difficult. And we have mm-hmm. a podcast about um, there, there's an episode that talks about that exactly. But that was a very mm-hmm. memorable day. And I accidentally saw Max come out of uh, Jen's body. I was not wanting to look. But the uh, nurse told me, all right, now you can look because she knows I'm, I'm squeamish. Mm-hmm. But when I looked, he wasn't out yet. Mm. And then she pulled him out. And I she was like, you. wow. Yeah. It was a beautiful thing. I would never watch. Like, I don't think I would want yeah. a, a front row seat of that. I was cool being in the rafters. I was, you know, hey, back near the head. The, the splash zone. No, don't want to be in the splash zone. <laughs> not at all. Can you reach in and, you know, grab some stuff? No, I don't no. want. Uh, not interested. Um, in the past year, what was one of your best decisions? Hmm. I wasn't sure if you were going to do something. I did have one, but it was two pages in. Best <laughs> okay. decision. Come on now. Um, I guess this sounds bad. I don't think he's ever going to listen to no, this. There's like, no, way. there's no yeah, way. Leaving that relationship. Probably. Yes. Um, agreed. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can just go a little bit deeper, why was that the best decision? Well, I think it's like twofold. Like one personally, like I really struggle, uh, with like letting go, I guess. of not really, I mean, some, I mean, I move on, but it's just like, I feel like it takes me a long time to get to the point where like, Oh, I need to end this. True. And so I'm proud of myself for being like recognizing that it was unhealthy and that I do actually need to end it. Yep. Um, when I don't think, again, my 20-something-year-old self would have been able to recognize that as easily. Um, and then also, because it was making me feel miserable, mm. I feel less miserable now. True. <laughs> Which is always hey. a positive That is a um, win. Direction. So I just, yeah, I think it was the best decision because it opens me up to other opportunities in the future Uh, agreed um i think well let me just throw sound effects in there good on you kimberly thank you you're welcome proud of you 
You nip that thing in the bud. I thought it was nip it in the butt for a long time, but it's nip it in the bud because the bud is where it starts yeah. to grow. Mm-hmm. We lose something okay, I thought did. it was going to keep going. <laughs> I thought the song was going to keep going. Okay, anyway, yes. Um, uh, yes, good decision on you. Best decision, one of the best decisions that I made past year. Um, I think this was actually a decision that was made for us. Uh, whilst here we tried to buy a house Mm -hmm. and our thought was, Hey, if we're going to be here, like let's set down roots. I think for me and Jen, both, this is the longest that we've lived in one place. For me, this is the longest I lived in one place since for the most part, since college, Mm -hmm. every year in college, I'd move another, you know, you have to move Mm -hmm. your dorm room, blah, blah. After that, I moved every year, um, until I worked at Chesapeake, uh, um, and I was there for two and a half years, but as a married couple, this is the longest that we've been somewhere. We were looking to move because we're like, oh, we want like to to have the future in mind, maybe more room for Max. We want to be in, as you know, we live in a retirement community, older white folks, nothing wrong with old white folks. If you're old and white listening, shout out to you. Um, but we want to be around diversity and all that. So we tried to apply for a house and we saw it, the house became available on the market on a Monday. We went to see it on Tuesday. There were two offers on it by Wednesday, or three offers. And so we are like, crap. So we put ours in. We didn't get it. And so I'm thankful that we didn't because, number one, the housing, like, you get a tent and a handful of crackers, and it's like $306,000. So um, I think that we wouldn't be able to have, we wouldn't have been able to got the quality of house i guess that we would have wanted we would have been locked in you know to it would have cemented us in a location that we maybe not wouldn't maybe not would have wanted to be at um so i'm glad that that didn't pan out although we were hoping that it did i'm glad that it didn't so to the people who sold the house to that other couple thank you really appreciate it next what was the best book oh you have to go just like two or three more questions. Okay, two or three more questions. Let me find. Oh, this could be no. That's dark. Uh, no. Maybe I know what you'll say. That's an easy one, so I'll just put that in there. We said that. That's good. That one's good too. Dang, that one's good too. Shoot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. These are. I'm gonna do some quick ones. Uh, no, although those are decent questions. No. Uh, what's the best book, movie, or TV series that you've read or saw this past year? That's an easy one. For you? Or f- For you. Why? No, that, no, I mean, that it's an easy question. It goes to, like, you first. <laughs> um, your book, <laughs> I don't know. I... I haven't really watched anything new, or I feel like I have, but it's been a long time. Um, gosh, darn it. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. I'll say, uh, best book that I've read, I don't have to do each one of these, but I can. Mm-hmm. Best book that I saw, or best book that I read was Woman in the Window. Fantastic book. Um, there is a movie on Netflix. The movie is not as good as the book. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the movie, but I know that it's not. The book was amazing. Best movie that I saw was, um, shoot, what is it called? The Invisible Guest. It is in Spanish. It is on Netflix. You have to read subtitles if you're not about that. That is probably one of the best movies that I've ever seen. 
The Invisible Guest. There's a, a twist in there. It's really good. Uh, best TV series, um, Black Summer. It's a zombie show on Netflix. Have you seen it? No. Okay, it's good. Uh, think of Walking Dead as Barney and Friends, and think of Black Summer as, I don't know, uh, Lord of the Rings. It's, um, it's, it, it's much better. It's much, it's much faster pace, um, in my opinion. Can you think of any that you would? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I read a book of poetry that I liked, which is called Homebody. Okay. Um, I've read a few books over the past year, but I just, like, nothing really stands out to me. I was like, okay. wow, that was, like, absolutely remarkable and, like, life-changing. Um, and then, yeah, TV show. Oh, I guess that was the beginning of the pandemic. So I'll take it. You. We'll add a couple months to past year. There's a limited show on Hulu called Devs, um, which was cool. It's by Alex Garland, who did... Ex Machina and oh, I've never seen that movie, but I heard yeah. it's really good. And Annihilation, um, so it's like cool sci-fi, I guess about like free will. Um, it's called Doves. Devs. D E V S. Okay. Um, and I feel like I probably have seen a few new movies. I just cannot think of them. Clearly, nothing has stood out to me. It's as okay. Like this was absolutely amazing. That's okay. So I don't remember. Um, what was the best purchase for under a hundred dollars? That one might be a little bit tougher. Um, everything I buy is expensive. I believe it. <laughs> um, I mean, I got a new tea kettle, like electric kettle, that was under a hundred dollars. Let's go uh, from Crate and Barrel, and I use it all the time. There probably are also things that like. It's like, yeah, this was the best purchase under $100 because, like, I use it all the time, but now I don't think about it. True. Um, You'll think about it, like, on the way home. You're like, dang it, I could have said that because that yeah. was. Yeah. So, my tea kettle. Not very I'll exciting answers. I'm sorry, everyone. No, it's okay. No, they'll, they, they're going to get what they get. <laughs> they're going to get what you get, Nifty 50. Um, I'm trying to think of one for us. Uh, one of the best things under $100. How much was the... Um, uh, the vacuum that we have that we push around. The Dyson. Oh, Is that a hundred something? It's probably over a hundred. Okay. Well, I can't say that. Then. Um, okay. So we bought these things called uh, a Windy, which uh, early on Max was having difficulty pooping. And the Windy is a device that you put inside of your child's butt that helps them, I guess it, hits their sphincter or whatever mm. and allows them to let gas out but also mm. poop and so in those first couple days uh we were helping him poop and uh he was a very fussy baby early on but put that you know a little windy in there and freed it up and that was very cheap uh but that's the first one that comes to mind uh so if your kid's fussy try to put a windy in their butt unless they're not a baby and mm. if they're like 14 or 15, you can, go to jail. You, can, <laughs> you can go to jail for that. All right. These are the questions I really want to go okay. uh, into. What of which of which personal achievement are you most proud? 
Um, I mean, I guess that I became a lawyer. True. Under 20, well, actually, at the age of 25. So I passed, like, the bar exam first try, which I guess, like, a Boss. large... I mean, a large part portion of people do. Um, and, but everything that's kind of come along with that, uh, so, like, at my job, I think I do well and like I've without getting to the details of my job because nobody really understands it even other lawyers so it would be very confusing in the long story <laughs> but like coming up with ideas for the legal research platform that get implemented which like no one on the team really does True. Um, and yeah being able to like travel so I used to travel pre-pandemic to India and like give talks and i don't know those are like yeah dang so i don't know what those are like accomplishments but it's just like the all-around that makes sense experience of like being a lawyer and like doing it i guess successfully yes (laughs) i I did not know that you were crushing it at work that hard Mm. shout out to you the applause thing is further away so i'm just gonna oh you out here being a lawyer oh um, personal achievement that I'm most proud of. Um, so because of the pandemic, we couldn't do our Christmas services mm-hmm. in person. And so over the course of a week, I put together like an hour long, like Christmas experience type thing for folks online. It took a very long time and I was up, um, for a lot of hours. Uh, but to be able to do that and cr- for church going type folks, the two biggest holidays are Christmas and Easter. Um, and both of those holidays, because of the pandemic, Easter was like an online thing and Christmas was as well. So um, be able to like have things that were in my mind, create them in such a way that um, that people like walked away and thought like, man, that's cool. Um, also, because of the pandemic, uh, I was to make videos for the church for people to like just fun, lighthearted videos and there were some like top churches that had saw that and reached out to me and said like, Oh man, like you did a great job, whatever. So that was validating for me because, um, not to say that our church isn't great because it is, uh, but for like people who I look up to and respect like creatively as far as like filmmaking and all that stuff for them to see value in the things that I made with my camera and my wife at home, like meant a whole lot to me in a weird way. It's like if I, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, What's one of the most valuable lessons you've learned? In the past year? Yeah. yeah. But we um, add a few months in, in case fine. it was. I always forget that we're talking really just recently. Um, sorry, the question again? Uh, what is one of the most valuable lessons you've learned? Also, as whenever you need to go, just be like, hey, I yeah, got to go. Like five minutes. Okay. Um, is that... Marriage and relationships will not bring happiness unless it's with the right person. So if you're like single and you think I would be happier just by being in a relationship, like the virtue of like being in a marriage or like relationship, like Mm. just getting those labels and like being in that situation does not breed happiness. Mm. It's surrounding yourself with the right people that creates happiness. Well, that's good. So like 
I could have been married by this point in my life, but I wouldn't have been happy. Accurate. So I'm choosing. So like choosing happiness over like a label is important if that's like, I think the goal in life is to try to maximize your happiness as I much as possible. I think that's accurate. So that's how I would do it. Dang, I wish I had like a, like a poetry snap type thing, but I don't. I'll do that. Wisdom from Kimberly. <laughs> Um, most valuable lessons. That's really good. Um, most valuable lesson f- that I've learned this year. Um, I would say, uh, that I don't know. I, I just to whittle it down is communication is king. Um, because we now have max, there are times we don't get to spend the same amount of time together the way that we did, you know, before max was here. Excuse me. And what I've been trying to do better is to communicate with Jen whatever my needs might be. Like, oh, I want to hang out more. Like, blah, 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 whatever it is. But also I've been trying to do a better job of letting know when, like, my feelings are hurt and for whatever whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And to use, like, a quick example, recently, last night, like, I did the dishes and, like, I vacuumed out here and, like, got it straightened up and stuff uh, for like because we're hosting but also because i know that for her a clean space clean mind that type of thing and so when i came in to go to bed she asked if i had started the laundry again from when we we were watching Mm -hmm. a movie last night and i stopped it so that Mm -hmm. it wasn't happening well and so the way that i felt was girl i just did all this other stuff and the first Mm -hmm. thing you ask is if i did this other thing and so i was like no I'll, i'll go do that and so it's pitch black and i'm stumbling over stuff and i go and i start the laundry back and I come back in she's like hey can you turn the fan on for me and so I think I felt like I was frustrated in that moment Mm -hmm. and I knew that she she wasn't like trying to Mm -hmm. do or say anything but I that's not I felt that way Mm -hmm. and so before I went to sleep I said hey I know that you didn't mean for this to to make me feel this way but um when you said this after I did all these things I felt it just made me feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful that I said something because I could have gone to sleep upset with Jen and woke up this morning and felt like a quiet resentment towards yeah. her. You know what I mean? And I, um, something that I'd learned from the Kev on stage podcast was like, man, resentment is like a relationship killer because mm-hmm. they said that resentment is, it's, um, like unvocalized frustration. Um, and so I just don't want that to be in our marriage. So I'm thankful that, we are able to communicate and we keep we make it so that we can talk about anything and keep it keep us from resenting one another mm-hmm. okay i know you've got two minutes um th- i'll give you options three different questions what was your biggest mistake mm-hmm. um what was one of the most beautiful places you visited mm-hmm. and with the knowledge you have now what would you have, what would you have done differently mm. I mean, I think the beautiful place one is like an easy one, but I'll I'll do the last one. Okay, it's hit the be- hit, hit the beautiful place too because people. I went don't to know. Glacier National Park in May, so. Dang it! We oh, I should have had my t- say that again. Just pretend that uh, I went to Glacier National Park in May. Oh my god, that was a good one. I feel like that's yeah. a yeah. Um. Yeah, people are not going to care about my dating life, but... Look, 
<laughs> to the Nifty 50, you guys care about me and Jen, and you care about the things that we care about. I care about your dating life and my friend Kimberly, so y'all finna care. Tell them, Kimberly. I would have... I think in the pandemic, when you're meeting new people, it's hard because... I mean, this was like peak, like when it was going hard again. Right. So like you only wanted to spend time with one person because you didn't want to inadvertently spread it to like a bunch of other people. Makes sense. So like I kind of got stuck like with my now Mm -hmm. ex-boyfriend. I mean, I liked him and we had a lot in common and stuff, but... I wish I had taken more time to like be to like get to know him and like take things slower. So like I would have done that differently. I would have like waited another month before we like officially became together. But another lesson is just like be friends with people for a longer period of time. Yeah, ten years or something. Yeah, you know um, that makes that makes sense. And I bet if you spent another month of time with him. You might have seen this character things yeah. that would have you'd be like eh, you're not a good fit for me mm-hmm. Kimberly's out here doing boss things so you're not gonna at this point you're speaking in third person you're like Kimberly doesn't need this yeah um with the knowledge I have now what would I have done differently um oddly enough I would have I would have worked less um I feel like and Jen would ag- agree to this I feel like I as best I can try to cover all of my bases and I find myself working really hard on like things that matter to me, but like in the grand scheme of things don't ultimately matter the most. Mm-hmm. And um, when that happens, I don't spend time with Jen or in the past like month and a half or so, not spending time with uh, Jen and Max. And so I think that I would, um, knowing what I know now, I would prioritize my family. Like it's always like family and then like your job and hobbies and blah, mm-hmm. blah. I would bring family even higher up. You know, like it's mm-hmm. already number one, but I would make Jen and Max even more a priority. Something Jen was saying when we were walking this morning where she's like, I don't want to look back and ever think like, man, I wish I did more blank with Max. Mm-hmm. I wish I did more blank with you because I can even now look back and say, dang, I wish we went on more date nights. Like I wish we took advantage of like, you know, mm-hmm. it just being the two of us. Let's go to, you know, Timbuktu or blah, blah, blah. And so I don't want to look back on my son being two months old and look back and say, like, dang, I was on TikTok when he was, you know, looking at his mobile or mm-hmm. I was, you know, looking at dumb, you know, videos on YouTube. So I knowing what I know now, I would and I, I am I feel like I'm trying to be more mindful of the time that I have with the people that I care most about, which are right now in this room. Uh, my wife, Jen, my beautiful son, Max, and my good friend, Kimberly mm. Doolittle. I think I think this is a good place to stop. Yes. Kimberly, if the people wanted to follow you on Instagram for whatever oh. reason, to see the pictures you post of your cat, and also very cool. You've got an eye for photography, by the way. I think, I, I really do mm. think, Jen, would you agree? Do you see her stuff? You've got, like, you have an eye for, you You take very beautiful pictures. I try to double-click some joints immediately. Um, if they wanted to follow you on Instagram, where would they go? Um, I can't remember my Instagram. All right, go ahead and look up your own Instagram. In the event that you want to follow us, at Nate Loves Jen for me, at Jen Loves Nate for my beautiful wife, Jen. For Kimberly. It's underscore Kimberly underscore BD. But I go by Kimberly Blair as, like, my name. But my Instagram is private, even though 
don't hinder yourself from right <laughs> go ahead and try to follow she might let you in <laughs> chances are she won't uh there are people who listen from india um for real there's like oh, a, there's, <laughs> for real people in india i think there's uh some folks in russia and maybe uh people uh where else is it i think australia maybe mm. um so if you get like a weird you know name just know hey one of Good our one of the nifty 50 is from out of the states and they're trying to you know make that connection um sounds good uh, what else was going to say? Uh, feel free to subscribe if you haven't already. Give this podcast a, a five-star um, rating. Kimberly, it's been fo- so fun uh, the past two days. It's yeah. been a real joy. Yeah, I rarely get to spend like more than a night. So I know. It's been nice. In the event that there's another like three-day type weekend, you know where you need to be. True. Up in this house. Labor Day. La- oh, for real? Is that... Is that September? Yeah, it's like the first weekend of September, I think. Okay. Well, then. I mean, I I don't know. We'll see what's happening. We'll see you before then for sure. Dang, it had been like a couple months though, right? What did you say? February? February. February, March, April, May, June, July. Five months. Let's not make it another five months. Okay, good. Uh, This has been the Nate Loves Good Podcast. Be blessed. Don't be stressed. Do more and say less. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.